Super Talk Mississippi media production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. He looked to me like a modern-day version of Steve McQueen or Robert Redford. I met this man at a charity event many sunrises ago in the Virgin Islands. And as I got to know him over the years, he became a buddy. Helps always ra- help us raise money at the Delta Soul charity event and being a favorite among the people I grew up with. With such starring roles... On shows like Murphy Brown and Reba, etc., etc., please welcome to In a Mississippi Minute a wonderful actor, producer, and all-around charming guy, Chris Rich. Hello, Chris. Hey, Steve Azar. Speaking of all-around great guys, that's one Steve Azar is. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Talking to Chris Rich, incredible actor, producer. He's making a movie with family. Now, how is your wife, your daughter-in-law, in a film? I need to talk to you about this. Well, Eric Hamilton is playing my son, and she's married to Eric in the picture. Well, you know, uh, you, you okay with that? Yeah, I'm actually good with it. It takes a lot of responsibility off my shoulders. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so tell me about the film. Uh, well, it's called Deep River, and it's a story of a young man from Carolina who goes to uh, New York and makes it big as a rock and roll star and then uh, decides that rock and roll life isn't for him, and he comes back home only to find that you can't go home again. You can't, you know, you can't turn back the hands of time. That's another good song lyric, isn't it? It's a very good song lyric. You can stick to acting. Yeah, we're, we're, coming, <laughs> uh, we're coming up with all kinds of song lyrics on this set. I was telling them the story, Steve, of uh, when I was in theater camp in college. Yeah. And I fell in love with this gal, and I decided I wanted to go home to Dallas to visit my family. And uh, I said, listen, don't mess with any of these boys while I'm gone. She said, I won't. And uh, I went home, and when I came back in a few weeks, I could tell by the look in her eye that something had gone on. I said, did you hook up with any of these boys? And she said, only one. Anyway, I started talking with uh, my friends in the theater camp, and they said, no, it's more than that. And I confronted her. I said, honey, you said it was only one. She said, it was. Everyone. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I think my nose started to bleed. <laughs> oh, my God. I love That's it. a true story, though. Oh, wow. Okay, so let, I want to dig a little bit. I want to dig back. I love it that you're ta- talking about your past. You're growing up. You grew up in no. Dallas. Um, did you watch the show Dallas when you were a kid? Hell no. Okay. Was that, would, would that resemble anything that goes on in Dallas, or was it, you know, I mean, was that? Yeah, because we're all rich, and we all have huge hair, and uh, yeah. it's cool. 
I like uh, it. And wear blue eyeshadow. Yeah. No, it just didn't seem real. Now, the Reba show, that was real. Well, we're going to get to talk about Reba in a little bit. That's a, to me, that's like, that's like 11 segments. I cannot wait to talk about that. But I do want to talk to you about how you ended up acting. And, and did you grow up playing, you know, were you playing sports? Were you in acting school as a kid? I mean, do you take me, take me, you know, did you go to college? Take me down the road of falling in love and how you ended up being uh, a passionate actor. Sure. Here's the one major on that, Mr. Azar. Um, yes. My dad was a trial lawyer. I wanted to be just like my dad. So uh, when I headed off to college, I thought, well, if I'm going to be a litigator, I'm not going to take business law or some BS like that. I'm going to learn how to really be good in the courtroom because I'd already been his trial assistant. So I thought I'm going to study theater because that's what a lot of uh, courtroom antics are. It's theatrics. And uh, I just got caught up in it. When I was about to graduate, Cornell University offered me a full-ride fellowship to come do a master's degree in acting, and Texas boys don't turn down Ivy League uh, fellowships. So I said, well, I'm going to go do that, and then I'll go to law school, Dad. And my father said, okay, that sounds good. And so I took off, but the bug bit me, and I really liked it. There were a lot of pretty girls and uh, people clapping for you. I mean, who doesn't like that? And, you know, a check, pretty girls and people clapping, well, that's a, that's the trifecta right there. So. Yeah. Well, I'll go to I'll go to law school later. And when I hit a bump in the road acting career, I called my dad. I said, "I'm coming home to Texas to go to law school." And he went, "Son, anybody can be a lawyer." He said, "You're a fine actor. Stick with it. You're going to have a lot of fun in your life." Wow. Yeah, he wouldn't put me through law school. This yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. But let me ask you this: so he, so what? A, that's that's the sign of a heck of a dad right there. Because we go, we we see it all the time. It's either it's either or, meaning. You, you've got to quit doing that. That's crazy. You're chasing an impossible dream or the vice versa like your dad did. And that was like my mom and dad did. They were very, 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 very pushy when it came to doing one thing. They said, Steve, I'm not sure if I ever want you to work on my eyes. If you're going to be an eye doctor, you can forget that. Uh, <laughs> you can't put eye drops in your own eyes. So listen, here's the deal. But you can write a song and you can do that. And that's what that's what that's what you've been put on this planet to do. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about Ava and her Olympic days. I need to know. Well, she had been in the Eastern Polish Eastern European Olympics program since she was five years old, and when the eighty Moscow Olympics came along, she was uh, ranked third in the world in uneven bars. So she was uh, headed to Moscow, but on a dismount from the balance beam because she was competing as overall too. Uh, she blew up her knee. Her her uh, her kneecap flipped over backwards when she yeah. landed and. It, crashed her knee and that was the end of the olympic dream for her but wow. she became an aerial acrobat artist in a circus after that can you imagine <laughs> that tall girl <laughs> i love Fine it when she tells that story uh and and so uh training her whole life and obviously yeah you deal with injury i mean just something that injury that, and heartbreak yeah know. well yeah they go hand in hand for sure in the world of sports i can tell you that okay so so how did you guys meet well uh you know uh my agent started dating her agent, and when they fell in love, they you know how lovers are. They want to they want to pair everybody up, and they decided that Ava and I would be a great match. I was uh, I was divorced from my first wife, Nancy Franjoan, the uh, wicked Cecile from another world. Mm -hmm. That was my first go around, and uh, she was living with some knucklehead who was kind of just occupying her house and. Uh, her friends wanted to split her up from that guy, and my friends wanted me to find a beautiful blonde, so there was one. We just didn't hit it off at first, so it was kind of sad. Are you uh, okay? So, so uh, what what made it uh, what made it reverse and and turn into love? 
Well, here's the true story of what happened. So I need it. Uh, they, they kept trying to hook us up, and I kept saying, this isn't going to work. And they were saying, you guys are perfect for each other. And I was like, no, man, she's as cold as ice. <laughs> Another song lyric. Anyway, uh, so, um, so they're still pushing it. I said, why don't we all go out for sushi together? And so we all went out, and we're sitting at a table, and I'm chatting away like I always am, and she's stone cold. That's another title. I'm writing them down right yeah. now. Okay, good deal. Yep. Uh, anyway, she's just as she's as cold as she can be, and uh, finally, but I'm filling up all the gaps, and uh, she uh, turns to me and she goes, "Oh my God, do you always talk this much?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, I guess I do, because you're not saying a word. I thought we should have some dinner table conversation." <laughs> she went, "Good God." Said, it's exhausting, so you always talk like this. I went, yeah, pretty much. She said, really? Even in bed? And I turned, I locked eyes with her, and I said, well, especially in bed. <laughs> and she uh, she started to laugh, and she went, oh, my God, you're so funny. Oh, you're so cute. That's just, that, so that sounds just like her. Guy. Yeah, that broke the ice, and uh, it was love at first fish after that. Yeah, it was game on. We're talking to Chris Rich, incredible actor, uh, producer, a dear friend uh, has been through a whole lot. We're going to talk about that. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Stand by. Oh, I'm crowded. I'm that a broken down car in the 8 a.m. traffic. Bumper to bump. Nobody's laughing. I'm crowded. I'm the waitress in L.A. Way past the prime. Shoulder to shoulder. Half a mile line. I'm crowded. Hey folks, in the market for new pillows, I'd like to tell you about who I believe strongly is the best pillow manufacturer made right here in the USA, my friends at Beds by Design and their amazing Omni Pillow. The Omni Pillow is made with a copper infused fabric and they use high quality fabric. The copper has been known to be antifungal, antibacterial, and good for the skin. The Omni Flow is the foam in the inside designed by their veteran team. The Omni Flow is a one of a kind product that is unlike any other material. It is a patent material that adjusts as the weight is applied. They combine that with responsive temperature control that regulates your body temperature as you sleep. Omni Pillow has a 100 day return policy. And listen to this they'll donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal to give away 1 million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. Give yourself a much deserved life's rest. Go to omnipillow.com. That's omnipillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar and receive 20% off with free shipping. You won't regret it. Thanks, guys. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Highway 1 on my way down some fever trail. Eating on an Ed's barbecue outside Clarksdale. The Delta Divine, so southerly stain. It was all I could do when she confessed her name was say, Hey, real Laura. I'm Steve Azar. We are with actor-producer Chris Rich. Uh, he is uh, with his wife, 
who's playing his daughter-in-law. He's with his daughters who are playing. Okay, what are the girls playing? What's Lily and Daisy playing? Lily's playing my wife's assistant, my wife's New York assistant, and Daisy's playing a character from the 1970s named Sally. Well, there's she no way. Know. I mean, wait, 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 wait. Daisy and Lily are like three. How old are they now? They're 14, my friend. Just not right. What is happening? Time and they're is long, so cruel. tall, and beautiful. Well, well yeah. Grew up on me, Stevie. When you guys were doing your show, Reba, the show Reba, uh, which is incredible. It was a really great show. I loved Reba. Um, Thank you, brother. Well, we did. Did you guys know each other before? Um, you know, what, what was, how did that all go down? And did you have to, did you have to try out for the role or was it given to you automatically? Oh, no, nothing's, nothing's given to you in Hollywood, Stevie. You know that. Come on. Um, they got to make you crawl. Yeah. But, uh, Reba and I had done Gambler 4 with Kenny Rogers. I'd been a producer on that and played the villain in that movie of the week. And, uh, she was the heroine, of course, as she always is. Yes. And we had met on that. Her son Shelby was, uh, basically nine months old when, uh, when we met doing that, and we really enjoyed working together. And But she didn't know that I was even up for this part. And uh, I didn't speak to her about the fact that I had gotten it until we showed up on set together. And she she did, you know, one of the Reba things, Lord of Living. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Or something like, this is obviously not my lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is mine, Angel Face. Give me a hug. Yeah. Oh, now, because I, I just love her to pieces, you know. Yeah, man, she's incredible. Okay, so let's talk about her acting because I feel like when I I feel like a lot of actors and actresses, their personality is so strong it transcends a part. So you sort of see who they are when they're acting. You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? I do. Okay, I do. Yeah. So I felt like Reba was being Reba, which was I guess it was the name of the show, so it makes a lot of sense. But it still was about other things. It's great casting. Great casting. All right, so tell me about, you know, just, uh, you know, tell me about being on the show. Give me some experiences that you had that you remember. And I know it may take you a while to recall them. I've got, I've got, we have 60, we have all 60 Mississippi Minutes, so you can take a break and think of it. But I need an answer. That's the way it goes. I'll give you a Mississippi Minute story. So uh, I walk on, we start, I walk onto the set, and we're starting to rehearse the pilot. And uh, Reba stands up and makes this announcement. She goes, now listen, y'all. Uh... You know, I'm not really an actress. I'm a singer gal from Nashville, but uh, but I'm a quick learner. And she said, you guys just do it, and I'm going to learn from every one of you. Don't worry about me. I'm watching. She said, I'll, I'll catch up. And, boy, she has a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Her learning curve is like jumping off the Empire State Building. It's steep and, uh, yeah. and fast. Go ahead. She learned it so quick. It was unbelievable. Well, so, so tell me the difference, just or just falling into place as an actor. I know you have to learn lines, but you have to. I mean, what's the trick, Chris? That you feel like okay, maybe that helps you settle in and and play the role like you're being honest and natural. Well, here's the way I do it, Stevie. I mean, everybody's got their own way of doing it, but what I try and do is: Have you ever uh, been around on October 31st? They call it Halloween, and you dress up. I throw the biggest, you know we throw the biggest Halloween party in Greenville. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so you know how much fun it is to get dressed up in a character, and if you're playing a pirate, arg, Right. Or a cowboy, you start talking like Chris Rich, or if you're, you know, whatever you're doing, you uh, you put on that, that wardrobe, and suddenly you're feeling it. Right. Well, for me, I take the character, and I begin to sort of stitch a wardrobe for him together in my mind, you know, his skin, what he is, mm-hmm. what, he, what he sounds like, what he feels like, and uh, what, the way he thinks. And so when I'm playing that character, I just put on that, that, that outfit, and suddenly I am that guy, and I feel like I can't do anything wrong, that whatever comes out is going to be him. 
You know, it's like I can play Chris Rich all day long, son. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so it's almost like being a just a kid getting dressed up in your football exactly helmet, you just like and going into character. I love it. I love. It. We're talking to Chris Rich, my my wonderful acting friend. He's making a movie right now as we speak. He's dragging his kids along with him, his wife, uh, and they are uh, and making making more history. And that's awesome, uh, Chris. Uh, so, so tell me about this. Uh, you know, you you've gone through some some serious health issues issues oh my god and uh and i know that this has been the most probably most challenging time of your life and uh we've all been praying for you and obviously uh this took us back because you're a brother and uh we you know we almost seem like it can't happen to any of us and happening to you is just too close to home for all of us and obviously way too close for you uh take me take me through it you you've had your first stroke and uh it was about what two years ago now one year how did it go down well, uh, I went to sleep by taking my family out to dinner, and my mother-in-law was in from Poland. We'd all gone out to dinner. We were down in San Diego for spring break with the girls, having mm-hmm. some beach fun. And uh, we went to bed, and uh, something happened during the night. And when uh, I woke up in the morning, my wife said I was slurring my words. She thought that maybe I'd overindulge from the night before, which I've been known to do. Right. But uh, she said, you go back to bed. I'm going to take the girls to the beach. And... Uh, and take mama down there and so they took off and i went back to bed and when i woke up maybe 30 minutes later i had to pee of course and uh i tried to stand up and i hit the floor faster than a prom dress i mean i i had no left side and uh mm. i was laying on the floor thinking this is this is terrible i cannot stand up and i was pull, pulling myself along the floor trying to get to the bathroom oh. it was pretty sad um anyway i managed to get to the nightstand and call her on the phone and she came and uh, she and I was slurring my words and uh, more than usual I should say I was slurring my words more than usual and she uh, she called an ambulance and they hauled me off to the hospital and they went son you've blown up the right side of your brain uh, something had come loose in my carotid artery and apparently hit the right side of my brain and mm. taken out a chunk of it and uh, so it's been a long year I always say you know uh, Easter morning, uh, Jesus and I both had an issue, but he got back up on his feet a lot quicker than me. Uh, I'm having a little bit rougher time, but I've made a lot of progress this past year. I'm walking, I'm even driving a little bit, and you can see I can talk again. Yeah, you, you know, sound fantastic. Right now, I'd have a little, you know, drool in the corner of my lip and probably tears streaming down my face. So happy to be talking to you, buddy. Oh, buddy, buddy, you have no idea. I mean, you know, this is just, uh, you mean too much to us, and uh, it's just when when I found out you when we were I was texting you asking you to do the interview. When I found out you were working, I was going like, "Oh, amen, 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 amen." Coming back. Yeah. Well, okay. So tell me about coming back. Tell me about the road to recovery. What you can't do anymore. I mean, what you can eat. I mean, like nutrition wise, it just totally changed it all. Or were you, Chris? You were never a horrible eater. I mean, right? I mean, I mean, you you had to keep in shape. Um, you sweat a lot. I've never seen anybody sweat more. I do have a friend named David Market, and if he's listening in Nashville, when he eats angry chicken at, at uh, pizza at my buddy's at our buddy's place, uh, Nashville Pizza Company, he sweats to death. So uh, you do sweat well, a lot. No, I've seen. Have a sweat off. Yeah, y'all would have a sweat off. I you too would sweat. I don't sweat as much now, Stevie. You know, I lost fifty pounds. Wow. So is that it? You think you were sweating because you were heavy, and just and was and did that help cause the issue? You think? Uh, probably, you know, I mean, you, you don't want to be that, that much overweight. I didn't realize I had 50 pounds to lose. I thought that that was all my shape, but, uh, 
it's gone, and now I'm starting to slowly come back. Uh, I don't have a lot of stamina. You know, I run out of gas because I get brain tired, I call it. So diet-wise, so, so it just eating healthy, is it is it fish and chicken uh, and salad? No, Ava's, Ava's a fitness freak, so we're actually doing keto now. What is that? The ketosis diet. See, we don't have that here in Mississippi. We have to talk about that. What okay. is that? Does it, does it involve fried foods? It's all fried food and carbohydrates. It's perfect. <laughs> and vodka. <laughs> We're talking to Chris Rich. Chris, before we go on break, you get to play DJ. Mississippi is the place where music all began. This is it right here. Uh, you get yes, to play. Mississippi is the place where music all you began. You dang right. So, Delta so, is the birthplace of music. Yes. Take us into the break, but you have to pick music between Charlie Pride or Mississippi John Hurt and take us in the break. All right. Here we go. We got a little something from uh, Mississippi John Hurt. This is Chris Rich. With Steve Azar, the host of Mississippi Minute, I hope you'll stick around and hear more of our BS, because we are full of it. We'll be right back. Stand by. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene, good night. I will see you in my dream. Stop rambling, stop gambling. Stop staying out late at night Go home to your wife and family And stay by the fireside bright Oh, Irene, good night Hey folks, if you're tired of being tired because your pillow isn't doing its job at night Give my buddy Chad and his team at OmniPillow a go. OmniPillow has a 100-day return policy, and listen to this. They will donate a pillow to someone in need every time you purchase one. Their goal is to give away 1 million pillows. It also comes with a stress cube that sells for 10 bucks. You'll thank me, I promise. Give yourself a much-deserved life's rest. Go to OmniPillow.com. Enter promo code Steve Azar. That's OmniPillow.com, promo code Steve Azar, and you'll receive 20% off with free shipping. If you ask me, there's no better pillow on the planet. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry, one hell of a hurry. I'm with actor Chris Rich. You are on the flip side, downside. We're rolling down a Mississippi highway via Carolina, via Los Angeles, via Texas, wherever Chris is from. Uh, Chris, I sure do love me some Delta, as you know, Stevie. Well, it misses you. Do you realize we're Chris Rich, great actor? Chris, why aren't you? I mean, when are we going to have you back? What's it going to take? Do we have to bring a stretcher to roll you down? We'll do whatever it takes. You know that. We'll, we'll, the chariot, baby. You get the chariot. I love you. Well, you know, you asked me earlier what I can do and what I can't do. I said I can drive again and that sort of stuff. But you know what I can't do? I can't, I mean, I still have lots of left neglect. They call it the Trump syndrome. Yeah. And, uh, can't use my left side. So, uh, oh. I can't really play golf. And it's, I dream about it at night, though, Steve. Can we talk about your golf game before? You, oh my God! I, you can go ahead and say it. I couldn't play golf. No. Before. So what's You're golf right. got to do with anything? And, and the, the Delta Soul of all the events, golf is like if we could figure out how to play four holes, we would. 
I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's about everything else. You know that. And we've taken it downtown, which is so fantastic. And so uh, it's been wonderful, but it's not the same without you. So maybe we can figure out a way. But you go, you can go to the luncheons with the ladies. I mean, you know, come on. You know that. Oh, thank you. Let me go do the fashion show. Thank you, buddy. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we had some guys. Amy you know, said you'd look good. He was. How's like a ball gown. <laughs> All right, let's 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 jump into Murphy Brown. I want to talk about that and your role Ava there. Says we're coming next year, so I'm holding her to that. We'll, we'll be there next year. She guarantees. Tell Ava, tell Ava we we're we're rolling we're rolling out the uh, the lime green carpet for. Her. All right, here here's a shout out for Miss Poland. Hey uh, Ava, you're on in a Mississippi minute. Can you talk to my audience? I want my Mississippi people to hear your your cool accent. Sure, why not? <laughs> See that? How are you feeling? How I'm feeling? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. And 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 how is uh, are you are you tired of taking care of your man? Or are you just beginning? Well, you know what? Uh, there are moments where I'm tired of it. There are moments where I can't wait to help me him out and run away. Who knows? Every uh, emotions in the, on the planet. I love it. I love it. I, we miss you guys. And a, and Ava's an incredible actress. And also, here's your Olympian right here. So she is oh, the the crazy talent of the family and uh, and a big star over in Poland as well. You, how's, how's everything going over there? It's going great. I'm actually putting together a new show, sort of like um, uh, Anthony Bourdain, Polish style with me uh, hosting. So I'm just about to send it all out. They're all waiting for me. We'll see. We're talking to Ava Rich now. We've take, given Chris Rich a break, the absolute better half. You should see her in this movie, Steve. It's incredible because these scenes are improv, a lot of it, mm-hmm. and she's just amazing. Thank you, honey. It's drama, and she's killing it. She looks so beautiful on camera, and her work is exceptional. Uh, it's the best work in the film. Okay, so as parents, so tell me something. As parents and watching your girls grow up and now do what you guys do. Um, it's amazing. What's the feeling? I'm so ashamed. it was amazing watching daisy uh i mean lily was with me uh, in the scene so i couldn't watch her but i could have i could watch daisy going the whole evening doing her scenes and talking and all that stuff i'm telling you it was quite unbelievable it was so cool stevie yeah amazing well you guys but just just (laughs) fyi there's a lot of talent that runs through those bloodstreams of your both of you Mm -hmm. guys Anyway, uh, I gotta run because okay. I have to shoot scenes right now. I'm ready to go full makeup, and um, I have my outfit on to looking good to to do a further uh, filming. You've been in a Mississippi Sorry. minute with Ava Rich now, and Sorry. she's going to do her part. This is the this is what's great about Sorry. this show. Sorry, go break go break a leg okay. and leave me with your man. It's great radio, is what that is. Great radio. Yeah. Okay, so Chris, talk Murphy Brown real yeah. quick because obviously a huge show. Was Murphy Brown your 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 sort of breakout roles role? Uh, well, no, I was on a soap opera called Another World. You didn't know that, did you? Wonder. No, I'm pretty sure I knew you were on Another World. But you know, we went through. We watched uh, in college. You know, you go through this. I admit it. We watched General Hospital. It was weird. I remember walking to my fraternity uh, as a sophomore. And I remember walking in, everybody's in the room after lunch, and I'm everybody. And I'm going, and they're watching. I said, what are they doing? And I walked in, I said, you guys have got to be kidding me. And they said, just yep. shut up, sit down, and you're just, you're, you're, you're going to get hooked. I, sh- I shut up, I sat down because they were, they were older and I had to do it. And I got hooked. So I did that in days, listen, even days of our lives when Luke and Laura got back, my roommate, Doug, my buddy. General Hospital. 
Well, Gen- I'm, I'm sorry, General Hospital. General when Hospital. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they got back, when they, I skipped an organic chemistry lab test because we felt like it was that day they were going to get together. And I did make, I did make the F or zero. It's not even an F. It was a lower level, a yep. zero. But they did meet that day. I was there. I, you know, back then you couldn't really record anything, or or we, maybe we could, but I, I had to be there live, man. It, I had, to, I couldn't miss that. So. Uh, so it was worth the zero. I did graduate eventually, but it did affect things. It slowed me down. Probably cost me a year of school, but that's all right. All right. So, t- Chris, let's talk Murphy. Let's talk. Okay, that was your first role doing soaps. Yep. But you had already been doing theater for quite a while, right? Yeah, I played Dionysus on Broadway, and I'd done of Mice and Men and lots of Shakespeare, you know, parks. Done all that stuff. I loved acting on stage, but uh, it doesn't pay like the TV does. Right. Residuals. And says... As Reba says, honey, TV gives you that mailbox money where your only job is to get up in the morning and walk down to the mailbox, and you just made a living. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so, obviously, um, you know, it's funny, when I talk to a lot of your friends in the acting world and our friends, uh, they always talk about theater. They always revert back to it like it's the cornerstone, it's the foundation of everything that they became. Um, a great training ground, right? Unbelievable. Because if you can, there's nothing like standing in front of 800 people, you know, yourself right there. Because it feels like you've jumped off a building, right? And they have to catch you. So it's a real relationship, and just feels incredibly cool. Okay, so when you go do and you're doing soap opera, how long did you do that? Uh, is would you say which one? As another world, I I did another world, and I did 800 episodes of it. What? Yeah, four years. I did 200 a year for four years. And so, it's synd- obviously, that that show's been syndicated a gazillion times. So, are you? Do you have like? Are you in uh, your wife's homeland of uh, her homeland of Poland? Like, are you with a different voice? Does it show uh, over there? Uh, no, but uh, played all over the world when I was doing it. I'll tell you a quick story. So, Ava and I, uh, Reba, the show has gotten picked up, and Ava booked a commercial in Italy. So, we decided to turn that into a vacation. Right. And so, I flew over with her to Italy for her to shoot her commercial in. We're lying jet-lagged in an Italian hotel room, and this movie comes on uh, with Jason Robards and me. And um, <laughs> so I said, hey, look, this is one of my, my movies of the week, and we're watching it, and there I come walking on the screen, and the next thing you hear is this. And they've given me some incredibly deep voice. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yes, okay, yes. No, you know, Linguini with a white clam sauce. That's what I like it the most. So Murphy Brown, I will get to it because I love Murphy Brown. So tell me, so tell right. me, what? How long did you were on that? that was a while, right? Yep, I did uh, thirty-five episodes over a seven-year period, I think. And so, did you enjoy? So, of all the of all the the stuff that are the films and and well, TV, let's say TV shows first you've ever done. What was what was the most delightful? Well, of course, for me, the one that touches me the most is the Murphy show because we're all still like a family. We're still so close. Um, the best writing I think I ever did was doing uh, Boston Legal. David Kelly can write some television. Right. And I played Melvin Palmer. You know, you're a hoot. That's what you are. Got to play a Texas attorney. I had a blast doing that. Uh, but my first real taste of a high-end show was Murphy Brown. And Candace and I really, really, really hit it off. Right. I mean, just like, and, Joe, and, of course, Joe Regabuto and I are still really tight friends. Uh, love- but it was just a great period in my life, and uh, I was doing Murphy Brown when I 
when I first started dating uh, Ava. So it has fond memories. And not only that, but I dated that Swedish model. You were dating a lot of people. I see that. I did. That's why yeah, I introduced I you as the next as you know, Robert Redford meets Steve McQueen because that's that's the feeling I got when I saw you. I said, you know, you got that thing. You know, you got that it factor. You got the gleam. Well, thank you. I think a little bit of it is still there. I can't wait to come hang out with you in Mississippi. Talking to Chris Rich, incredible actor, uh, producer. A dear friend uh, has been through a whole lot. We're going to talk about that. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Stand by. My soul, it bleeds for mercy and peace. I need your warmth to wake me from the dead. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve Azar. On Facebook.com, Steve Azar Live. And listen to all my music, Steve Azar and Steve Azar and the King's Men, wherever you download or stream. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We were just two kids on the corner of Highway 1 and 82. We were standing at the crossroads. We both knew what I had to do. Graham leaving for Memphis, Tennessee. Seems like a long time ago Now I'm going back to Greenville Mississippi's calling me home tonight I wonder if she feels There could still be room for me in her life Talking to Chris Rich, incredible actor, uh, producer. So, so Chris... So what's up? Yes, I mean, like, where, where do you see tomorrow? I mean, like, obviously you're blessed that you've overcome this and you're you're coming back, and that's the most important thing. Uh, getting back to work has are you? Do you feel like uh, you know you you tire out and all that? But um, are you you're excited? Obviously to 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 have a second chance at life because you went through it. Uh, Absolutely. Every time you act now, does it feel different? Like, like you know, I got to take care of this because. You know, you know, it's it's uh, it's gravy now, right? No, it feels wonderful. It feels like I'm skydiving. It just feels great. I was I was so worried. I didn't know if I could do it, but then you know, I got back out there and started doing a little bit of it, and it felt natural as it could be. So I'm right. I feel very very blessed. Okay, and then and then what's up? What's up next? Uh, just tomorrow. You know, I feel like an alcoholic. It's kind of like that. It really is one day at a time. The rehab on this is so hard. Yeah. It's like climbing a glass building with your fingernail. Oh, God, man, I tell you what, it's something else. All right, so uh, last question, and I'm going to let you go and be, uh, you, you, you're going to go out. When's this movie come out? Oh, when we get it finished. I mean, it'll probably take us another six months to get this thing done and then build it up. So maybe next year. And who's shooting it's it? Gonna be, it's going to be good. Who's directing it? Uh, John Davenport and Eric Hamilton are both dipping their fingers into that a little bit. I love it. All right. Well, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you go find some peace and uh, go eat some of that protein, whatever that. What's that diet called again? It's called the keto. 
All right, I'm going to... ketosis, K-E-T-O-S-I-S. Yeah, we don't... I don't need to know how to spell that. I just don't, because I'm going to go have some leftover pizza that I made last night with pepperoni and jalapenos. I oh, like man, that. I miss your cooking, too. You know, I'll tell the world, Steve Azar can cook just a little bit, and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, buddy. You're the best. Well, listen, blessings. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, everybody, this has been a wild Mississippi Minute with my brother Chris Rich and also making a surprise guest appearance, Ava Rich, his wife, before she went to uh, – to be filmed so i appreciate you coming in buddy and I'll, I'll come see you in la and blessings and and hug the girls for me well i love me some azar family and some steve azar and some mississippi and some mississippi delta so you know i was going to be there oh i know to hold me back yeah i got you baby. i tried to fly in in my wheelchair to come to <laughs> the delta soul but uh ava said honey that's just not a good idea you could have played ironside you know what i mean you could have yeah. done it that may be my next show. Maybe I'll do Ironside, <laughs> but I'm not in a wheelchair anymore. Well, you I'm gonna were. Play, I'm going to do the Jesse Owens story. You were going to be a. You were going to be a. <laughs> you were going to be a, uh, a lawyer, so you could have done the Perry Mason. Sorry, Perry Mason slash uh, Ironside. Ozzie <laughs> All right, brother. You be well. All right. I love you, Stevie. Give love me you. plenty of kisses. I will, buddy. All love right. you, brother. Bye. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi minute, all sixty of them where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.